thank you for being here with me. What's that? Another filler episode, you say? I know, I know. Just hear me out. The next three chapters are going to be delicious. But before I keep plowing ahead, I need to improve my outline. And that is taking tens of hours. If that's hard to believe, picture this. A knock at the door. Who could that be? You're right in the middle of something. Probably something important, like working for a living, or the birth of your first child, or pulling up in the getaway car. It doesn't matter. You open the door. Surprise! Here's an enormous folio of completely unsorted, glittering scenes, quotes, dialogue snatches, character work, setting description, plot twists, backstory, world building, and sentence fragments randomly excerpted from an entire honking series of books just for you. By the time you pick your job off the floor, whoever delivered it is gone, and you realize it's been left to you to sort this mountain into the Alps that have already been delivered, line up cliffhangers, round off any crags, bridge any gaps, and generally turn it into what is called a story. That's what it's like having a muse. While I try to get that avalanche arranged, Here's a little something the muse dumped on me when I was supposed to be replying to people online. At Twitter. See Maggie Pie at Sideview Mirrors stop to pose before the glass, though only those that follow hear her. Who's the fairest bird? She'll ask. Cock Robin perches on Mercedes, better to show off his worm. He thinks this will impress the ladies, but it only makes them squirm. Philip Sparrow sits on posts he hopes that others like. He fills his lungs and loudly boasts, minutia of his life. Little Mimi Mockingbird has no words of her own but sharply spits back those she's heard in games of telephone. Jackdaw does have things to say, and so does Tommy Tit, and all will tweet the live-long day, yet never see a twit. This is the end of Side B.